This is Sean Haziobiva. Welcome to the second episode of my philosophy podcast, Sean's Guide to Philosophy. Today I'm going to be talking about the work of a man named Frank Lovett and his take on the in-group domination dilemma. Through this, I hope to convince you that as a country, the U.S. cannot apply a solution, but can use it to think about how to address the dilemma. As I'm sure all of you are aware, we live in a society containing many cultures, especially in the U.S. These cultures have different practices, values, and beliefs about how the world works and should be. From these differences arise conflict, especially when it comes to deeply ingrained values. As much of you, my audience, live within the U.S., you most likely have a deeply held value of individual freedom. And as a society, liberal democracies like the U.S. have decided that they will base their policies based on this value. Now, where this gets tricky is when the freedom of a cultural group and the freedom of individuals within that group clash. Sometimes when there is a trade-off between policies of social justice or other norms and social practices, advocates of the practice ask for any burdens on the practice to be lifted. The in-group domination dilemma arises when accommodating the practice would allow for members of the social group to dominate one another. Lovett solves the dilemma by choosing something to prioritize, maximization of freedom through minimization of domination. This leads him to designate situations where accommodating a social practice is either acceptable or necessary under his prioritization. It is acceptable to accommodate a social practice in a situation where doing so would not allow for in-group domination by that practice or another, regardless of the subjective value held by practitioners. Accommodation is necessary when burdening a social practice would cause more in-group domination by backlash or make a specific group vulnerable to exploitation or domination. Lovett's solution is questionable in its application to the real world because it is an absolute. It requires that some measurement of domination be minimized above all else. This could go wrong in many ways. For example, let's say that in the U.S., legalizing gay marriage would cause a conservative backlash and make them more likely to create economic domination. Lovett's solution would say that the U.S. should not legalize gay marriage. This kind of thinking would violate the rights of many Americans and allow domination in trade-offs. These trade-offs would lead to the domination minorities, as majority opinions could always respond with backlashes, preventing those operating under the solution from burning oppressive social practices. Because of this, Lovett's solution should, could not be applied to the U.S. However, we can use Lovett's solution to think about how the dilemma might be solved. Should the U.S. choose one value to prioritize? How can the U.S. prevent this kind of majority domination? In the end, while Lovett may not be able to provide a real-life solution, he gives us something to think about and tools to solve the dilemma ourselves.